The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Navigating the Cancer Maze with Grace Goller. Dealing with cancer is by no means easy to handle, but our program aims to make it easier through knowledge. Whether you've been recently diagnosed, are going through treatment right now, or are a survivor, our program will have points that you should hear. And by sharing our stories together, we'll make it truly a life-changing experience that you don't have to go through alone. Now, here is your host, Grace Goller. Welcome to Navigating the Cancer Maze. I'm your host, Grace Goller. And today, Navigating the Cancer Maze is actually two years old. So we've been bringing this program to you with guests and interesting topics for cancer, cancer education, and to help you navigate the very complex cancer treatment maze in particular. So today I'd like to uh, begin by pointing out to you, some of you may be new listeners to Navigating the Cancer Maze, it's easy to pass by the archives. Now the archives are our past shows and they are listed on the top right of uh, the website where you've accessed Navigating the Cancer Maze. Now if you've come through another source, if you type Navigating the Cancer Maze into um, Google, or whatever your search engine is, um, Voice America, you will come up with a page for the show. Now, the episode listing um, is very clear on the right-hand side, and so is the list for the guests. Now, I'd like to mention um, some of the guests for the shows that we've had over the past two years, because I think there's some fantastic resources there for you if you're newly diagnosed with cancer or if you know someone who has been diagnosed and you're helping them to find out what they can do. Um, So I think the show serves a very good purpose in that kind of resourcing. Um, we've had Dr. Barry Casillith, C-A-S-S-I-L-E-T-H, from uh, Memorial Sloan Kettering. And she's spoken on the show about complementary medicine and the mixture of walking these two paths of complementary medicine in line with uh, what uh, the researchers are finding out and uh, her Uh, assessment of that is really very well worthwhile um, listening to and passing on to other people because it's not all smooth sailing when we try to combine those two methods of conventional and uh, complementary or adjunct medicines. Regina Cates uh, has been on the show this year. Um, Regina's written a wonderful uh, book, and that book will be a very good survival manual, I think, for anybody, basically, whether you are um, dealing with cancer or whether you are dealing with just uh, 
depression and, and life changes. So uh, do look up Regina, that's C-A-T-E-S. Uh, Professor Susan Chambers has been on the show. She's written a book on prostate cancer, which is very, very helpful for people uh, dealing with that illness. And all the resources can be found by going onto that guest page and clicking on there and you'll find out the names of books, etc. Um, we've had my partner and uh, director Pip Cornall on the show as well, uh, Professor Alex Crandon who's spoken about gynaecology and uh, the gynaecological um, cancer maze and the treatments that you can get from that. Dr Julie Cruz has been on the show twice. Uh, she is a business ethics expert and in fact uh, is from Edith Cowan University in WA and um, Julie's looked at these very uh, again complex issues of alternative medicine and its role and the people who promote alternative medicine um, and the role that they have in, in patients navigating the cancer maze and sometimes that's a, a very iffy tricky path to navigate and, of course, we had the lovely Fran Drescher. Um, Fran, of course, is very well known to everybody by uh, her work in The Nanny and happily divorced in recent times. Uh, Fran has been uh, a great uh, promoter of women's health issues in the USA and, indeed, across the world. And her organisation, org. Um, is a really terrific resource for any woman who is dealing with particularly a gynecologically um, based cancer. So you can look her up also on the web or listen to her interview here on Navigating the Cancer Maze. Bob Allel, four-time recoverer from lymphoma um, and now quite into his martial arts. Professor Ian Fraser, who bought uh, the vaccine that is preventing cervical cancer um, to the world. It was a fantastic interview there with Professor Fraser. Professor Jerome Gallant, who was on this year talking about immunology. Um, Dr Ray Hammond, who brought to us information about DNA and uh, from blood and circulating tumour cells. Deidre Hanna and Ian Maver, who were recently on Talking About Death. Carol Hirschberg. Um, Carol was part of a project, the Spontaneous Remission Project, and uh, her work in that area developed into an enormous book where a, a lot of spontaneous remissions were taken from the journals and then studied. Dr. Ursula Jakob from Germany, who now works in uh, regenerative medicine. Um, that's a first interview, actually, uh, back in uh, August of 2012. So that's a pretty special interview. Professor Rajiv Khanna, um, also from the Berghofer, the QIMR Berghofer Institute in Brisbane, um, brought new information to us, particularly about GBMs, brain tumours. And uh, he's had some success in that area. And he's also been looking at squamous cell carcinoma which um, and nasopharyngeal carcinoma, two types of um epithelial-based uh, cancers. So there's an excellent reference there, Dr. Horst Lindhofer from Germany, uh, in fact, again from Munich, uh, who was a part of the creator 
of the amazing uh, drug Catumaximab, which is an antibody, a tri-functional antibody um, used in cancer and particularly helpful in ovarian cancer and other EPCAM-positive cancers. Um, we've got Dr. Reverend uh, Ian Maver, and uh, he, of course, with Deidre Hanna, has been on the show talking about uh, issues of death and grief. Um, Dr. Emmett Miller, uh, who does a lot of work with imagery, and I met Emmett many, many years ago at conferences in America. His work continues on with great force and is very, very helpful work uh, for many people. Beth O'Brien, who was on recently, on navigating the cancer maze, talking about the elephant in the living room. And I'll be giving some resources that Beth has very kindly sent to me uh, for regular listeners to the show. Uh, Jill O'Donnell Tormey from cancerresearch.org once again for June this year talking about immunology and the tremendous contribution uh, of immunology. Lovely lady and again an, an old colleague friend of mine Debbie Frankie Ogue um, who is a psychotherapist in New York and um, she had a film made about her recovery from lymphoma one of the very, very few recoveries from lymphoma that seemed to be one of those spontaneous remissions because it was done in the absence of um, what we'd say medical, classic medical treatment. And um, Debbie has uh, been a part of a film which starred Sam Neill and uh, that was uh, called A Question of Faith back in those days. And that's going back, I think, around about the 30-year mark. Uh, Debbie's still going strong and practicing her psychotherapy in New York. Dr. Yanis Papasatiriou from RGCC Greece, again, um, like Dr. Ray Hammond, has enlightened us about DNA and cancer. David Pestalozzi from um, Switzerland, who is the manufacturer of Strath. Now, if any of you were listening to the program last week, we had an encore of that particular show. If you want to find out more about Strath and the resources, please go to grayscholarmedia.com. Um, and there you will find, if you type into the search engine, some wonderful resources about this amazing product. Um, it's a product that I've been associated with and used for people with cancer for, um, I think, almost 30 years. And it is one of the very few treatments uh, that you can have throughout your chemotherapy and radiotherapy that doesn't affect the um, outcomes of those uh, treatments, but actually is a value add and helps increase and maintain your well-being and energy through treatments. So don't miss going back and having a um, either a listen to that show, a look at David Pestalozzi's uh, uh, bio, or then go to grayschoolermedia.com where you'll find the resources. Um, we've had a few patients on the show, Rona and Peter. Um, we've had Cheryl on the show, who is a supporter of a cancer patient. And uh, you'll be able to look those up also in the guest list. Professor Francis Xiaochun, colorectal surgeon from Singapore. Um, he is now uh, one of the very important member of the team there at the Colus um, sorry, the Fortis Colorectal uh, Centre and the Fortis Surgical Hospital in Singapore. <clears throat> then we have Dr John Singh, 
um, who presented a very interesting, very enlightening um, episode of Navigating the Cancer Maze with talking about um, clotting, blood coagulation and how we can avoid that and particularly particularly in cancer. Um, many cancer patients uh, do suffer from blood coagulation as a result of the cancer itself or as a result of treatments. Um, so he brought us some wonderful um, uh, experiences from his many, many years as a vascular surgeon. Professor Mark Smith, uh, who's been on the show this year, once again talking about tumour immunology. That was a fantastic interview. Um, Dietrich Stroh, who uh, talked about uh, supporting his wife um, throughout her cancer experience and um, the book that he's written from that. David Tuckerow, amazing young man, um, navigating the leukaemia maze and uh, his struggle of uh, survival, uh, I think is really a, a, a fantastic read. Um, he is a First Nation man and um, his book is, I would highly, highly recommend it. Professor Thomas Vogel uh, from Germany, interventional radiologist. Uh, he helps people navigate the cancer maze in a, a very interesting way through putting chemotherapy directly through into the blood supply of a tumour and he goes in via the femoral artery. He also has, as an interventional radiologist, many, many other techniques that um, he can do for helping patients and he's located um, in Frankfurt at the Frankfurt University Hospital. It's actually the Goethe uh, Frankfurt University Hospital in Germany. Um, my friend and colleague, Dr. Bruce Whelan. Um, Dr. Bruce Whelan has recently joined me um, in practice and we're going to be talking more about that in the second session today. We've actually launched a, um, a practice, Health Intelligence Australia, where we're bringing a new model um, of healthcare, which we will also be training uh, that model for um, naturopaths and GPs and other health professionals. So don't miss that in the second part of the show. So uh, as you can see we've had a very long list of quite prestigious uh, guests on the show and there's a few more than we have time to mention today. So please do access these resources. Um, you can still download these episodes and you can send those links on to friends, to family, to patients you know who have cancer and uh, the idea of this show, it's sponsored by the Grace Gawler Institute. Um, this is, as I said, our, our second year, um, our celebration of presenting to you navigating the cancer maze. Now, during the next week, um, because it's our second, um, the end of our second year of this show, I will actually be forwarding to anybody who writes to me, institute at gracegawler.com um, or contacts me through the contact page on gracegawlermedia.com. You can have a free copy of my book, Women of Silence, The Emotional Healing of Breast Cancer. You can have the PDF download um, ebook. Um, there's also uh, Survivor's Secrets for Women or Grace, Grit and Gratitude, which is my, uh, my biography. It's, uh, it's a memoir and it's written by me. Now those three books, uh, we're offering this for the next week uh, to anyone who wishes to write to those email addresses. And if you forget, just refer back to the website 
or look me up on the internet and you'll find a way of contacting me. When we come back after the um, the break, um, I'd like to give you a few extra resources that have been provided to, to me by Beth O'Brien, who was on the show a few weeks ago, just before we start talking about the new concept of um, health intelligence. Um, Beth's actually very kindly sent me some books as resources for listeners on navigating the cancer maze. And uh, she's also provided some really excellent links for those people who may be dealing with suicide um, as a family um, in, to do with grief, you know, after someone that you know or indeed a family member um, may have unfortunately committed suicide. And of course, that's been very topical recently. So don't go away. We're back with lots more on today's special edition of Navigating the Cancer Maze. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Nestled in the heart of Germany's Black Forest is a very special clinic where breakthrough cancer medicine is offered to cancer patients around the world. Holvung Private Oncology Clinic is one of the leading establishments in biological cancer therapy. The clinic offers personalized cancer medicine, including genetic testing for detecting and applying targeted treatments. The clinic's ethic is to deliver treatments that are as conventional as necessary and natural as possible. For your personalized cancer treatment, please contact the clinic via their website at www.hullvang-clinic.com. That's H-A-L-L-W-A-N-G-clinic.com. Or call us in Germany at 490-7443-964240. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned into Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Goller. We'd love to hear from you today on our program. Please call us toll-free from North America at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. International callers may dial in to 480-553-5759. You may also send an email to institute at gracegoller.com. Now, back to Navigating the Cancer Maze. We're back on Navigating the Cancer Maze. I'm Grace Gawler, your host, and we're celebrating two years of Navigating the Cancer Maze during this month. Um, I'd like to bring your attention to some other resources, as mentioned uh, as we went to the break. Now, two weeks ago on Navigating the Cancer Maze, we broached the subject of the elephant in the living room that no one wants to discuss. And to be sure, the discussion around death remains challenging. And again, if you miss those shows, do go back and have a listen. I think part of um, the great thing of having resources is that in your own time, in your own place and space, when you're ready, you can go back and uh, listen to those resources, download them and just have them there for when you feel it's the right time 
to um, to listen. And when you're a cancer patient and you're really wanting to do everything you can to survive, quite often the last thing you want to look at and deal with is the prospect of your death, of your mortality. But it is a very important thing for us to do, um, I don't think only as patients, I think as uh, people. So um, do, do go back and have a look at those archives. Um, I think uh, it's worthwhile too today because uh, we've had a, a suicide of someone very famous um, in America and, and that is uh, Robin Williams. And uh, the Robin Williams story, I think, can, can teach us a lot. You know, as I said before, someone who works with cancer patients and people are striving to save their lives, it's so difficult to comprehend a situation where someone maybe takes their own life. And as we've learned over recent weeks, it's not been as all straightforward as we thought with the uh, unfortunate death of Robin Williams. So um, I think when there's um, a suicide, um, it's something that makes us stop in our tracks. When it's a suicide of a very famous person, um, one hopes that there's some legacy from this and that there's some learning uh, as to what's happened for this person. And one of the most important reasons why I teach strategies for cancer patients is because you know out there in the world there's no one who's teaching strategies uh, for when people recover. Um, it's a it's a very uh, complex situation and if you don't know the ins and outs uh, and have a lot of experience with dealing with illness physical illness psychological illness they become very connected and i see a lot of cancer patients who indeed suffer from depression um, they do try not to take any medication because they're trying to do it naturally and sometimes that depression the chemical soup in the brain um, can really be not a helpful thing in their attempts to positively navigate the cancer maze and um, can lead to um, that kind of destruction as well with uh, unfortunately a suicide. It's not so easy to see the wounds on, on some people but um, there's a lot of learning to be done here and I think someone like uh, Robin Williams's death, let's hope it's not the elephant in the living room or that it just disappears into the distance. Um, now, as I said, uh, our lovely guest from a couple of weeks ago, Beth O'Brien, who's a funeral celebrant and also a grief counsellor and educator, has sent to me this week some books to share with you, the listeners. Now, I think this is a really, really helpful thing. The book I have in my hand right now is called The Grief Recovery Handbook, and it's an action program for moving beyond death, divorce, and other losses. And um, it includes health, career, and faith. It's written by John W. James and Russell Friedman, the founders of the Grief Recovery Institute. And um, it's trademarked the Grief Recovery Method. Um, it's available, it would appear, um, in the USA, as well as other places around the world on Amazon. Uh, the website that's associated with this book is griefrecoverymethod.com 
Now this only arrived in the mail a few days ago. I've had a chance to uh, browse through it. It's absolutely excellent um, as a resource. So if you've been affected by um, a death, and as we talked about with Beth, if you've been affected by divorce, which is a tremendous um, loss for some people or other kinds of grief and loss, please um, remember this book as a reference. The other one that Beth has given to me, which I now have in my hand, is called The Funeral. A Chance to Touch, A Chance to Serve, A Chance to Heal. And this is by a very special man by the name of Doug Manning. And you'll also find uh, on uh, my resource, which is the Grace Gawler Media blog, gracegawlermedia.com, you'll actually find some resources there to Doug Manning. Uh, this is published by Insight Books Inks and you can find more about Doug if you forget this as I said it's on the website on the blog thecarecommunity.com I think this is another great resource for you if you have a look at that website there's more resources than this book but we always like to um, provide on the show as many resources as we can. Um, Every country in the world uh, just about has its um, lifelines and organisations that you can reach and that's one of the advantages today of Google. You can just type things into there. Um, Beth also gave me a few websites for people who may have experienced um, uh, suicide in the family or suicide of a friend. I'll just uh, read a couple of these out and I'm going to put them on the blog after today's show. Suicidecallbackservice.org.au That's obviously an Australian website. Um, livingisforeveryone.com.au and Suicide Prevention Aust, A-U-S-T, Australia, that's through for, dot org forward slash resources. Um, she's also written here a book I like is Dying to be Free, A Healing Guide for Families After Suicide by Beverly Cobain and Jean Larch. So check out those resources on the blog. You never know when you're going to need them. You can just download them and tuck them away for a rainy day. Um, now moving on to things that are more in perhaps current time and uh, I wanted to start talking about health intelligence by actually referring to a program that we've had here on Australian television for the last uh, two weeks on Thursday. It's on a science show called Catalyst and it's talking um, about the very, very basics of healthcare and this leads me into uh, talking about health intelligence for the rest of the show, in particular for cancer patients and it approached the show approached um, the issue of um, health care and diet and lifestyle through looking at bacteria and there were some very interesting um, things to learn on the show about bacteria if you want to uh, look it up on the web go to abc.net.au forward slash catalyst forward slash vodcast and you will be able to watch um, those two episodes of uh, the show but uh, I was very intrigued by this because I'm taught in the old school of naturopathy and um, my teacher was primarily a lady by the name of Dorothy Hall who was really, I guess, the doyen of uh, herbal medicine in Australia. And she took quite a scientific approach 
to uh, teaching us our naturopathy and was very strong on the fact that we should know our anatomy and physiology inside out and um, be able to apply that where it brought a real common sense and scientific approach to um, that type of naturopathy and that stood me in very good stead over the years as I've added my other skills to this. So that gets me back to talking about the show because um, on ABC Catalyst the very fundamentals of those things were the very fundamentals that I indeed was taught um, back in the late 70s and in the early 80s from this quite wonderful teacher. It's good to know the science is really here now that can back that up. Now, there's a couple of interesting things from this, which I think is worth sharing in case you um, you don't uh, get the show or you can't listen to it, um, is that they focused on what was living inside of us, basically, this enormous number of bacteria. And apparently they said that the bacterial cells outnumber our cells by 10 to 1. Um, so they are really uh, looking at the fact of turning this around. They're not really our bacteria. We are their human. They're actually all having this lovely population in us. And the importance for people with cancer here and the importance of cancer prevention in particular and health promotion is that the bacteria inside of us control our immune system. They produce molecules. Uh, these bacteria produce the small molecules that regulate the immune response. So you might want to think, uh, uh, why would gut bacteria be involved in educating the body's defences? And in fact, the answer is simple if we think about it. The education process must involve the immune system coming into contact with bugs from the outside world. And did you know that the part of the body that has the greatest exposure to the outside world, not the skin, but the human digestive system? In fact, it's 200 times larger than our skin. It's almost the size, our digestive system, almost the size of a couple of tennis courts. So this training and memory from the gut that um, is involved training the immune system uh, to remember what's foreign and what is self is very, very fundamental. And they point out on the show that this starts at a very, very early age. Now, of course, uh, when you're dealing with cancer, uh, many people have said, oh, well, look, I've, I've led a really good uh, life. I don't drink, I don't smoke. My diet's been excellent. I think it pays to have a look at what an excellent diet is. Um, for our patients, we recommend the Mediterranean way of eating. And one of the uh, aspects that came out of last night's uh, program on Catalyst, which was the second part two, was uh, fast food creates the bad bugs. This is very basic. Uh, so takeaway processed food helps to create the bad bugs and the, the fresh food with high fiber helps to create the good bugs. So if we bring it down to um, simplicity, that's what it's all about. Um, as a cancer patient, I think this um, leads into why simple dietary and lifestyle changes can be effective. And one of the um, important things from last night was acetate. Now, acetate from vinegars. Again, if we look at the Mediterranean diet, we'll see that there's, there's balsamic vinegar in there. And it plays quite a big part in, um, in the salad dressings in particular throughout the Mediterranean. When uh, we have the vinegars, the vinegars are a part of the healthy bacteria as well as the fibre. So um, 
it's pretty simple when it comes down to it that we can actually have a very healthy lifestyle without much um, change unless of course you're addicted to fast food and uh, some of the fries and tastes and if you watch the show you'll see some very interesting things around that too. So we're going to take a break on Navigating the Cancer Maze. I'm going to come back and talk about our new project for um, Grace Gawler is uh, Health Intelligence. Don't go away. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Learn to navigate the cancer maze with trusted professionals in cancer health care. The Grace Goller Institute, a not-for-profit organization with an established track record, a global clientele, and expertise in local and international referrals. The Institute's founder has almost 40 years' experience as a multidiscipline cancer strategist with a focus on finding options and implementing personalized care for cancer patients. The Grace Goller Institute can help you navigate the cancer maze. Why not email the Institute today at institute at gracegoller.com or visit their website at gracegollerinstitute.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. are tuned into Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Goller. We'd love to hear from you today on our program. Please call us toll-free from North America at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. International callers may dial in to 480-553-5759. You may also send an email to institute at gracegoller.com. Now, back to Navigating the Cancer Maze. We're back on Navigating the Cancer Maze, and in the next two sessions, we're going to be talking about the new concept of health intelligence. Now, this is a new model that has been developed by myself, my partner Pip Cornell, and Dr. Bruce Whelan, who's a specialist GP that you will have heard speak on the show before. Um, he's had a lot of background in general medicine, uh, pain management, psychiatry. He's 70 years old, still practicing as a specialist GP, and is now practicing uh, with myself. And we have a practice called Health Intelligence Australia. Now, this we would like to uh, be training as a model for other people around the world to be able to set up a practice where um, the patient comes first and foremost and we've got some very interesting background um, issues that we all bring to this area of health intelligence. We call it medicine with heart skill and compassion. Now what is health intelligence? Well 
I guess longevity um, in a, any field with uh, Dr. Whelan's 47 years and myself with my uh, 40th year this year of working with cancer patients brings together a lot of skill and experience. And I think when it comes to looking across the board at healthcare, looking at where we've come from and where we've gone to um, is really important in um, the whole factor of who do you get to manage your health? And this is basically also what health intelligence is about, as you'll hear. Um, one of the things that we've found as we've been working with patients over the years is that um, second opinions and referrals are often not um, in the forefront of the person who has cancer. It's not in their experience. Um, really, we believe that case management is incredibly important. Now, just this week alone in the practice, we've met several people who've come without um, copies, without knowledge, no, no copies of blood tests or pass scans or um, anything that's just so important to be able to connect the dots and have continuity. Um, in looking after this um, this person with quite a severe cancer, one of them was too. Um, so if you don't have an experienced case manager, you are really, as we say, all at sea. And you can have a doctor who's willing to help and maybe a naturopath or another healthcare professional who's willing to help. But unless you've got collaboration and unless you've got an overseer, um, it's very hard for anyone to then come along and to be able to provide you with the absolute best care. Now, everything in our health system is going fast. Um, there's a lot in this about finance as well and, you know, what can be done and what can't be done. We're bringing this down to a very basic humanistic practice. So we draw on our experience, as I said, my 40 years and Dr. Whelan's 47 years, and not to leave out Pip too, um, Pip Cornell, he's doing men's emotional health work um, in this area, and he's very well qualified in, in presenting that to patients, both one-on-one, -on -one, and he's written some excellent material <coughs> excuse me, on that subject as well. Um, so with our combination of work, we're really covering a very, very broad area for patients. Um, one of the things that's come out of this very strongly, um, and this came from a few patients really highlighting this this week, so I think it's worth mentioning. Um, someone came and they'd been to a surgeon, and it's one of the best surgeons uh, for the particular problem that they had. Surgeon had um, removed a very nasty cancer from their face uh, that was actually walking up through the nerves and going into their head. They were sent off then to a radiation therapist, an excellent one, who did radiation therapy. But then they were just left at sea. And some of you might be out there nodding your heads thinking, yes, actually, that's me. I've had that experience. And this is where the system can be a problem because you tend to find that uh, surgeons, they're very busy people, they'll just be working so hard, they study surgical techniques in journals or manuals, go to surgical conferences. Radiation oncologists are down another corridor. We call it often tunnel vision, but I think that might be a little unkind. It's, it's the corridors in which specialists in medicine find themselves. And they often don't know 
a lot about the other modalities and particularly if if been in practice for a while unless you're in a um, uh, a big hospital where you might have at least the multidisciplinary meetings but not all patients get to um, have that as an advantage either unless you've got a pretty serious uh, issue going on if you go to the naturopath they might be just looking straight down the tunnel there um, down that corridor to look at what could be a naturopathic solution for you but they don't know about CyberKnife, for instance um, they might not know uh, about the latest surgical technique. They might not know who's the best guy in town who can um, deliver interventional um, um, uh, therapies. Uh, maybe interventional radiology could be one of those. Maybe it's taste. Maybe it's chemoperfusion. Um, or what country that might be found in if it can't be found in your own locality. So this gets to be a very big problem for the end user. Um, which is, of course, the patient, because once again, um, there's not really training in life of how to deal with a diagnosis of cancer. So it's rare to find people who have a good all-rounder and who can provide you with a second opinion or a place to find a second opinion or a referral so that you can become a part of a team and this team management I think is very very crucial it's crucial to the long-term survivorship of cancer patients um, in Australia and obviously parts of America very big countries um, and you know you can get lost um, a lot of people also not only in cancer survivorship once you've actually been through the process of cancer uh, to uh, follow that through and if you live a long distance from a hospital or even from a doctor's surgery, you might be inclined to think, well, I'm over my cancer and uh, I'll just uh, go on and get along with life and not think about it too much. And we're seeing a lot of this as well where people have not had the follow-up and the continuation of care, the continuity of care that could perhaps avoid some very severe treatment for a recurrent cancer later on. So it has two edges um, in the diagnosis of a primary cancer and the ongoing management of someone who's had cancer and is all clear and in recovery. So monitoring, blood tests, checking in with your uh, physician, having a doctor who can be an all-rounder um, to you and be able to cater to your needs. And I think of the old family GP when I'm actually talking about this. Um, so those two aspects, I'll just uh, briefly say it again, case management for patients with active cancer and case management for cancer survivors. So um, if we break that down for active cancers, our Health Intelligence Australia, and when I say Australia, um, we actually help people all over the world. So if you're listening to this program from another country, you're always welcome to write to us. And we have so many resources um, around the world. You'd be very surprised. Uh, we look for the best people doing the best techniques and we try to guide our patients um, to those uh, particular practitioners or groups. So um, again, for active cancers, we coordinate all the practitioners in your cancer recovery team. Okay, uh, We'll be monitoring tests, we'll be keeping track of your recovery process. 
so it's not just a one visit and disappear and I think this is what people have become very used to unfortunately in medicine that uh, how you guys are the users of our service and we need to get that in proper perspective and we need to be providing you with a service that's really going to get you the best that you can possibly get. We also have an emphasis in our new practice of um, educating you about new treatments that offer possibilities. And obviously, Navigating the Cancer Maze, this radio show, is a part of that, where we try to present um, as many different aspects of cancer so that you can hear experts, people that are well-published, give their ideas and understanding of what you can do and the sorts of questions that you can ask your uh, practitioners and oncologists. Um, an important one is we help you monitor your dietary and nutritional progress. So we make sure that that doesn't clash with conventional treatments. And we talked about uh, Dr. Barry Casillith in the beginning in looking at adjunct treatments and some um, interactions there and some that are actually good to have as complements to what you're doing medically. Pain management, this is a huge one. Um, so many patients tough out with pain. Uh, they don't uh, want to get addicted to uh, opiates and often other options and solutions are not given to patients who have severe pain issues. So it's fundamental. The pain becomes the disease and um, all your energy can go on managing pain and quality of life goes down and pain in itself can be one of the reasons why many people um, I shouldn't say fail to navigate the cancer maze effectively, but it, it, it can lead to a total failure of your whole program um, if you have such an emphasis on just getting through each day and managing pain. And in 2014, really, um, we have so many solutions for managing pain. Uh, so good to get help in that area. Excuse me, and sometimes we actually have to ask and ask patients, how are you managing with your pain? Um, and quite often it's the partner who will then spill the beans and then it's on the table. So pain is a bit like death sometimes. It's a bit like the elephant in the room that no one wants to, uh, to deal with. And I think there's old beliefs that cancer is painful and there's nothing that you can do about that pain. Um, the referrals to specialists um, is another one for people with active cancer and assistant in, com in com um, piling a comprehensive treatment summary. Uh, how many patients come with a pile of papers but there's no overview, there's no summary and we actually did a program um, on this uh, last year and a little bit earlier this year as well. Uh, we've come to the end of the session today on navigating the cancer maze. We've got one more session left and I'll be talking more about health intelligence. Don't go away. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listen each week to Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Goller, from the Grace Goller Institute, as she interviews cancer medicine experts, researchers, allied health professionals, patients, and caregivers. Navigating the Cancer Maze provides you with information, education, inspiration, and a toolkit that will equip you wherever you are. 
and whoever you are to effectively navigate your way through the cancer maze. The Gray Scholar Institute also provides ebook resources. Be inspired. Be empowered. Visit the Institute's website at www.grayscholarinstitute.com or email institute at grayscholar.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned into Navigating the Cancer Maze with your host, Grace Goller. We'd love to hear from you today on our program. Please call us toll-free from North America at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. International callers may dial in to 480-553-5759. You may also send an email to institute at gracegoller.com. Now, back to Navigating the Cancer Maze. Back on Navigating the Cancer Maze um, for today, our last session of the show, talking about Health Intelligence Australia, which is my new private practice. Um, we talked in the last session going through the uh, points for active cancers um, and what we're offering in the health intelligence practice. Um, for cancer survivors, I think it's also very important, I'm going to have three points here, um, that you need a comprehensive treatment summary as well for all cancer survivors. It's a key survivorship tool. You may have had cancer seven years ago, you'd rather forget about it, you don't know where your notes are, you haven't made a summary of what's happened during that time, and then as much as you'd like it not to be, uh, many people do suffer a recurrence of cancer at some point. Uh, one of my um, colleagues says he's seen it after 33 years, was the, um, a secondary uh, from a primary cancer. Um, I had a lady uh, in here in the practice recently and she'd had four cancers um, in the last 30 years, uh, breast cancer, and she's still going strong. It gets treated, she finds it quickly, it gets treated, and uh, often she's going again. So um, we've talked about that too in terms of survivorship. Uh, there's a new culture of survivorship and that's very important to realise it's not really emphasising the cure for cancer but the long-term management of cancer as a chronic degenerative illness. And in doing that, um, you can just effectively navigate the cancer maze maybe even for the rest of your life. Um, so that's it's sort of good news but we need to take this emphasis off this striving and searching for the cure. Um, a cancer survivorship transition plan. Um, now that's a quite really required for appropriate transition and that's recommendations for screening, for monitoring, um, the referral for treatment for long-term adverse effects from uh, earlier treatments. Some people put up with having a peripheral neuropathy, um, other problems that have come as a side effect of their chemotherapy or radiotherapy and we've actually moved a long way forward to today where there are a lot of things available that can palliate and alleviate some of the discomfort that long-term cancer survivors are going through even some surgical techniques 
And um, in saying that, I'm thinking of uh, one of the uh, people that we know who has had prostate cancer. They had their prostate removed. They've been going along very, very well, but actually had quite severe incontinence. And uh, they eventually went to uh, uh, the right surgeon who said, oh, yes, we can actually fix that. And they did a sling technique, which actually has um, given this person their life and their well-being back. So it can be that simple. Um, it's worth inquiring. I'd really encourage you if you're listening today and you've got a long-term problem associated with your cancer, get in touch with us. Um, we might be able to put you in the in the right place with the right physician or um, health practitioner who can help you to get to a higher level of well-being and maybe even eradicate a long-term issue. Um, cancer survivorship care is the third one. Um, cancer survivors need to know how their cancer survivor needs will be fulfilled. It ties in with our previous point there. Um, and I think there needs to be more specific services made available for um, long-term survivors of cancer. Uh, support groups is one way, but often after people have been through a support group cycle, um, maybe once, maybe twice, they tend to leave aside um, the support group. And um, I think a survivorship group is a really good idea. People who get together, um, go to a movie, have lunch, have a survivorship group. Um, that's a, a good way of also your friends asking, you know, how are you? What's going on for you? It gives you the avenue to share your story, to have um, these good relationships with people as socially as so many people get bogged down and this is why perhaps people just want to leave cancer alone they get bogged down in the idea of having cancer and they just don't want to go there again but by speaking about it again it's a bit like the elephant in the living room that uh, no one wants to talk about um, most people who've had cancer somewhere in the back of their mind do have a realistic fear of it coming back and um, one of my uh, theories is from having many long-term survivors of cancer out there is that the more that you get these things on the table the more they're out the more they're discussed um, the more you're um, going to have a better quality of life well-being and the more likely you are to actually seek some help uh, with your particular problem then we look at prevention um, and uh, that's using both smart conventional medicine, complementary therapies, many kinds of different therapies there, um, massage, etc. for wellness and longevity. And once again, for those two groups of people, just be aware of Dr. Google. Um, Dr. Google has a lot of things out there that can cost you a lot of money and take you um, not on a good path through the maze, but actually off on perhaps the left path, which you may find eventually leads nowhere and a lot of time, energy and money has been spent um, with therapies that are really not evidence-based. Um, in the next few months, I'm going to be collating some useful websites that will be able to uh, help you to look in reality at evidence-based medicine for cancer 
and also um, we will be uh, putting out some PDFs, some little ebooks that will be very helpful to you um, because there's just so many um, things that you can get into out there and spend so much money and, uh, as I've said, go down that left path and waste a lot of time. So I think there's some, uh, some survival questions here that uh, I'd like to ask you. And first one is, are you all at sea without a case manager? So if you are, um, there are ways and means of you, the patient, uh, even if you're not in Australia, you can't come and see us in our practice, but you, the patient, can start to pull together the strings and create your own case management program. Are you a recipient of collaborative cancer medicine? So does that mean that your GP is talking to uh, your surgeon, is talking to your medical oncologist, is talking to your radiotherapist? Um, and by talking, I don't actually also mean uh, just talking. It's, I think, um, by way of referral, by way of letters, by way of emails, by way of keeping you, the patient, in the picture as well. As a cancer survivor, do you have regular tests? screening surveillance to monitor your recovery status because if you do if a cancer is caught early whether it's the second or third time round these days very treatable so many new treatments immunotherapy as we've talked about on this program before so many new treatments are available um, so do pick up your monitoring if you haven't seen a doctor for a while and you had cancer many years ago how about you get that uh, medical summary going, your record's up to date, and just go back and check that everything is A-OK. It can provide you actually with tremendous peace of mind, of course. Um, so as a cancer survivor, do you regularly visit your oncologist? So there's some questions to think about. And if you'd like to have a look at Health Intelligence Australia, you can go to the new website this week, healthintelligenceaustralia.com and that is all one word, .com. As usual, we have our Grace Schooler Institute um, for Integrated Cancer Solutions, which is our charity, and uh, actually is a sponsor of this program to bring the show to you free of charge throughout the world to gain the best access possible. Remember, if you would also like to get a free copy uh, for the next week of any of my publications, Grace, Grit and Gratitude, um, Women's Survivorship, or um, Women of Silence, The Emotional Healing of Breast Cancer, just get in touch by way of email. And all resources, of course, as always, are on the blog, grayschoolermedia.com. Have a wonderful week, and I'll look forward to being here again with you next week on Navigating the Cancer Maze. Thank you again for listening to Navigating the Cancer Maze. Please join your host, Grace Goller, again next Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember, cancer is not something you have to face alone.